SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listing. Robbie, we just spoke about the NTFL Grand Finals and we're speaking about the club reviews now. And I wouldn't say it was a scathing review on Nycliffe, but, but a 5 out of 10 and, and then a, a, a prediction for them to potentially miss the finals next year is mm. perhaps a big call for a team that's been up for so long. Yep. I'm interested in your thoughts on St. Mary's. So they had another year where for a large portions of the year we sat at this table with Raf and, and we thought that perhaps they were the premiership favourites or, or the team that would win the premiership. Maybe not the best team in the comp, but we kind of were expecting them to peak in the finals as they always do. It didn't quite happen uh, this year. It wasn't that they rolled over or anything like that, but it was a disappointing first week against Waratah, um, and then they were sort of able to respond a little bit. But um, didn't really look like a premiership team after that loss, I thought, early in the finals. Mm. Um, I think they need to improve their depth, get a little bit more help for Dylan Lant, who was playing sore late in the year. Mm. Nate Paredes does a lot of work in the midfield, and Jackson Calder sometimes looks like a bit of a one-man show up forward. Uh, what was your take and what is your take on where St. Mary's sit? My take on St. Mary's at the moment is I think they need a gorilla backman, they need a ruckman and they need another key forward. Um, they don't grow on trees in Darwin. No, they don't. So I think they sort of need that spine um, a bit better. I think outside of that, they're pretty good. Uh, midfield depth-wise, you'd want, like we'd said two weeks ago, you need Fowler or one of those blokes living here. You need all four mm. of those fly-ins playing. They only had the four fly-ins. So Jellyman, um, Smithson... Um, Boyle ended up Boyle and uh, Fowler with a four. Mm. You need all four of them to be competitive, I thought. Um, And yeah, I think St. Mary's are going to have to recruit better. I think previously they've relied on their um, the history of them being St. Mary's, Mm. and the committee's pretty comfortable in comfortable (laughs) in that. In that, but they're going to need to give Chopper more help. They need to rent it. You know, if you want to talk about what Waratahs do in districts, do recruiting players and bringing players. That's what St. Mary's need to do, Clarky. Yeah. Well, you spoke about a Ruckman. Um, mm. I know for a fact that they are mm. putting out a few feelers on the recruitment front to some yep. blokes who may have played in the Ruck over the last couple of years, may have even played in a rep team. Yeah. Um, but they are working hard on the recruitment front, uh, St. Mary's at the moment. So I reckon, are they the type of team, because historically they've responded well. Whenever you think that Saints might underperform in a year, they normally come mm. out and win the flag. Can you see that happening? Uh, obviously, you said they can't rely on their laurels. They can't sort of see like, hey, we've traditionally been good for 70 years, so it's just going to happen for us. Um, but do you think that St. Mary's have the resources at the moment off the field to be able to attract those recruits still and then compete with a Waratah next year? No, they don't have the resources right now, Clarkie. And Is that financially if, or Yeah, financially. Or, but, you know, you hear stories of them, you know, making players pay for their partners to go to the Nichols and stuff like that, which sounds ludicrous to me. But I think they do need to open up the coffins a little bit and just try to try to get some, you know, players to the footy club. Mm. I think their recruits that they brought this year were probably subpar. They weren't, they're not state league level players, um, except Boyle and Fowler were great recruits, but you can only have one of them in the team. Yeah, and they're and The other boys were a bit lacking, I, I thought. Um, so uh, their midfield does get forward a lot as well. So I think adding a bit more of a defensive mindset to that midfield would be a, a plus for mine. Um, I do see them staying in that top three though, but I think they could slide out for a pints or someone like that or if a Nycliffe do sort of get the gel back together and the, the group gets rejuvenated, which I don't think is going to happen, to be honest. Traditionally, but. you've had blokes like Boyle and Jellyman Turner and players of mm. that calibre who are very good players, taking nothing away from them, but you've had a group of that relocate to Darwin and live for the season mm. and then you have fly-ins on top where they can sort of complement their yep. list or, or fix up a few weaknesses. I'm interested in the call for a gorilla backman. Mm. What's your theory behind that? So if you look at Matty Green, that was the bloke who we had, I think, fullback in our team of the year. So mm. there'd be people saying, hey, they've got 
the team of the year fullback, why do you need another big defender? But I did think, uh, and, and full credit to Green, that Darcy Hope and Sam Dunstan got the better of him in mm. the finals. They are both big boys. Hope's obviously got a lot of muscle behind him, and Dunstan's about 200 centimetres. So is, is that why you think that blokes like Green need a bit of help, like just just a bigger guy down back? Yeah, definitely. They, they tried Orborn and um, Braxton Armat as well down back, and mm. I thought those guys as key backs were a bit away from it. I think Matty Green needs that help, and I think another big back like a Tom Davies sort of type oh, yeah. when he was there. Yeah. and um, Someone like that with, who can take a scalp, um, and that doesn't need to be a high-level footballer either. Mm. Um and they had, you know, they had uh, the, the premiership player, I forgot his name, um, in the in the reserves that never played all. Gallus. Gallus only played one or two games. Um, maybe they rejuvenate him and try to get him back in. Um, but Matty Green needs help back there. It's mm, an interesting one. Not Certainly not going against anything you say, Rob, but mm. how many teams in NTFL could do with, like, a gun gorilla backman, really? Like, I was just thinking off the top of my head. Yeah, but... Tiwi, I, buffs. Yep. But I think these footy clubs get delusional, like delusionalised in how they recruit. They go and recruit three or four midfielders. Mm. You go up against Waratahs who have Benolis, Hope, Magro, yeah. um, and then you've got Anchors and Carroll all sitting around at the bottom. You need matchups for these blokes. Mm. And the inside 50s, you know, and all that sort of thing. You know, Darcy Hope took apart a few sides this year, and Benolis had a pretty good final series as well. So I think you just need those two key backs to compete with the top sides, don't you? We do. We do need to go to a break, but let's get a ranking and a quick prediction for next year. Yeah, my ranking for Saints was a... I think I'll give them a six. Um, and my prediction for next year, I think they finished third or fourth. Yeah. I'm going to also give them a 6 out of 10, which seems a little bit yeah. harsh for some people, but it's a bit like if, you know, if the the, the kid in class who normally gets 99% on a test gets gets 92%, you're sort mm. of like, hey, what's going on here? And that's what St. Mary's, uh, they are being judged to a high standard because we're talking about a team who, you know, won the most flags up here. They made the grand final. I think they missed out on the grand final like 10 times in 70 years or something crazy mm. like that. So to finish in uh, in third position and not really look close, to be honest with you. Like yeah, I thought they I looked agree. a fair way away from Waratah and Districts at the end of the season. I think a 6 out of 10 is fair enough. Mm. Saints could be anything from the Premiers next year to probably as was fifth. I can't see them missing the finals. I can definitely see them regrouping and, and putting a team together that's that's good enough to win a flag. But as you've said very, very well, um, it's not just going to happen for them. There are a lot of different things that will need to happen for Saints to you know be back where they once was. And the, and the two best tactical coaches in the league and Shane Rusker and Ryan Ayers have worked them out. So mm. they need to, they're definitely going to need to do something different next need more, season. Need more Clarkie. depth, surely. More depth. And, and some of those young kids they've got, like Mitch Musgrove and Jai Hartung, are both going away and playing mm. footy again this off-season, which I'm massive for. And I, I hope Jacob Long can do the same and those players so they can play 24. Jacob should be know, at a state league club. St- yeah, they should be playing more football. Um, mm. And two of those boys are doing that, which is great. And I hope their development, they come through better in October. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter.